welcome to Fighting Over the VCR, the podcast where my sister and I talk about movies that we watch now. Yeah, want to talk about, you know, Yeah, we're in the mood for it. My name is Matthew. My name is Nancy. And I know that you all have questions and you're really, really ha- like, you have these questions and Nancy, I think, I, I think it's okay for me to talk about it. Nancy and I have, we were abducted by aliens. <laughs> the good thing. Trust no one. The good thing is, is <laughs> while we were on their ship, which was actually quite nice. I think they go to Ikea. Um, <laughs> they did let us watch some movies. It's amazing the, the like streaming content you can get in outer space. <laughs> you know. We're close to the satellites. Well, you know, I mean. They didn't take us too far, just one galaxy away. It was, <laughs> it was fine. And, uh, but, you know, they, they are studying uh, Earth culture. And uh, so, yeah, we uh, definitely uh, got to watch some movies. Nancy has been watching some, a lot of uh, American television. That was, that was really what they were really curious about, like what was going on and in reality TV and streaming television, but I've watched some movies. And, uh, so one of the movies that we, that I got to watch, um, which was weird. They had like this, like 100% accurate dummy of my wife that looked just like, just like her and laughed just like her. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, anyway, so we got to watch this movie called, um, mixtape. It came out in 2021, uh, and uh, I actually wa- we actually watched it uh, Mother's Day weekend, which is funny because now we're I got to rewatch it and we're recording Father's Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know Nancy and I we've been throwing back and forth the idea of like what we're going to talk about next. And I said, hey, I watched this movie and you'll probably really like it. It takes place in 1999. Um, there's a whole Y2K theme kind of going on in mm-hmm. it. And it stars um, Claire Dunphy and American <laughs> Carl Urban and uh, Jasper the Vampire um, and three uh, teenage girls that I've never seen in anything else. Yeah. Basically, the movie re- revolves around this girl, Beverly, and she lives with her grandma, Gail, played by Julie Bowen. And... She finds a mixtape going through the stuff that her mom and dad left behind because they were killed in a car crash. When she was, like, two. When she was two. And they had her when they were, like, 15, 16. And she she finds this mixtape, and she's trying to learn about her parents by learning, by discovering the songs Mm -hmm. on this mixtape. Her grandma does not really talk about the yeah. family. She's yeah. very like permanently heartbroken that her daughter was killed in a car accident. So, so and, and so she a lot of tell her granddaughter things about the dead mom. Well, and and, and really, that's kind of the theme of this movie is family, mm-hmm. because you've got and you know and and I guess it would be like family that is not necessarily your blood family. Because, mm-hmm. you know, yes, it, yes, it, she lives with her grandma, but she's got to learn about 
her parents with the help of fr- her friends, mm-hmm. which at the beginning of the movie, you realize she doesn't really have friends. Nope. She's constantly picked on at school and bullied, and even mm-hmm. one of the bullies kind of becomes her friend and helps her out. Middle school. I think she's like 13. Middle school, right? yes. And it starts off where she finds this tape, and she messes up the tape in her really old Walkman, and apparently she also didn't know anyone with tapes because she probably could have just taken a pencil and fixed it. Yeah. So let's just backtrack for everybody. It's set in 1999. She's about 13. She Her parents died when she was two. So going backwards, the tape could have been made like 86. Yeah. Okay. Ish. So just to put into context the kind of songs that would be on that tape. And then... Um, So she takes the tape to a record store that's owned and run by American Carl Urban. I don't know who that is. Carl Urban. I know who Carl Urban is, but I've never... Oh, Anti. anti. Are you just calling him the American Carl Urban? Yeah, his name is Nick Thune. Have you seen him in other things? Not at all. Okay, you just think he looks a lot like... He looks like American Carl Urban. He's he's got a much, like, fuller face. And he's probably taller than Carl Uh, Urban. I don't know. I think... I think... I mean, does Carl, Carl Urban usually have like a full-on beard? He like does that? in the boys. I haven't watched the boys yet. Okay, Jack does, but I don't. He does in the boys. Um, he did not in Star Trek. the Star Trek movies. Yeah, that's and what he's been in like a ton of other things. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was blonde in the Lord of the Rings movies. Oh my god, I'm totally blanking on that now. You wouldn't even recognize him. Wow. So that's why I'm just calling <laughs> this guy American Carl Urban. <laughs> okay. And basically, you know, the the record store owner and then the girl across the street and then the also the bully help her discover these songs and some of the, a lot some of these songs like I didn't really know mm-hmm. and some of they're kind of obscure and then some of the songs were um, ones that I did know and it's just kind of and the reason why I like this movie is is it's not the greatest movie in the world. It's kind of a simple movie. And, and you know, we've talked you know, a number of times about how much music means to Nancy and I. So when I saw the name of the movie, and, and my wife, my wife and I, you know, music is very key to our relationship. Um, so when I saw the name of the movie, I was like, oh, mixtape. This has yeah. got to be revolving around music. Yeah. Saw, the, saw the time frame that it took place, mm-hmm. what potentially music could be in it. The idea of like going to the record store and finding out all this stuff. I was like, this is probably, even if this was a bad movie, I'm going to watch this movie. Yeah. Because it seems interesting enough to where, I, even if it's not good, it's probably something that I would have enjoyed if I had watched it in like the late 80s, early yeah. 90s when I was that girl's age. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, so. and, and the anti-character is kind of like a combination of John Cusack's and Jack Black's characters from High Fidelity. Like, he, he verges... With a little bit of Dante from Clerks. No, not Dante, Randall from Clerks. Yeah, because he's definitely <laughs> grouchy and he's super um, superior. Like, he's just, you know, acts like his musical knowledge is, yeah. you know... So that's where the Jack Black character comes from. But also he runs the store, so mm-hmm. a little more, maybe smidge more customer service, the way that John Cusack's character had. 
Yeah. I was totally expecting him to be like a full on Jack Black like character. Mm. But I'm glad he wasn't to no. that extreme. No, I mean he he played off like he was incredibly annoyed by Beverly and her friends coming in the store, yeah. but he really wasn't. He was he was nice. Um but yeah, I mean uh my wife, my wife and I watched this, and you know, it's 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 kind of it's obviously has like this kind of sad undertone because you have this girl who desperately wants to learn about her mom and dad, yeah, and is just str- like going through all these different hoops to try and f- learn about them, yeah, and. The grandma is just struggling to raise her, and yeah. and she feel and because of what happened to her daughter, um, and she's very she, she's, she's closed off. She's closed off, but she's also struggles with making choices about raise, raising the granddaughter. And she's a single mom. I mean, yeah, she's essentially she's a, single a single mom, mom yeah. or grandma raising her granddaughter, picking up every extra shift she can at her job. Oh, yeah. She's a postal worker. Um, she also just has a very anxiety-driven personality. Like, she is very ultra, so. ultra panicked about Y2K. They have, you know, hundreds of cans of Spam saved just in case, you know, their house Nine has to become bunker you know it's so she's just a very um worried woman who can't dig dig into her past to share with her granddaughter who desperately desperately needs some information about their parents because her biggest question because here she's at this middle middle school age where so much of your self-worth is determined by if you have friends or if you're liked by others and she doesn't really have any friends and she is so desperate to know would her parents like her yeah. like would they like the person she's becoming and she's not very convinced that they would because she just doesn't feel she's accepted by anybody and she doesn't know anything about them no she knows nothing and then, about them and then she's at the same time she's learning about herself mm-hmm. you know and trying to find some sort of identity, like I said, yeah. she doesn't really so have hard. any friends. So, so I mean, there's definitely some like undertones in this movie that are sad. You know, they're yeah, they're very, very sad. But you have the 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 uplifting parts of it where you see her connecting with her friends, opening up to her her grandma a yeah. little bit. Also, her determination to kind of solve this puzzle yeah with her you know along with her friends she's she's funny and manipulative and has like quirky yeah. fun things that she says and stuff like that so i mean it uh, there is a lightness to it and a little bit of comedy but it's more i would say if i was to put this in some sort of genre it's like teen feel good movie it is with maybe and you're going to laugh a touch of goonies because I kind There's a of, little kind of a Goonies vibe, primarily also because they're in the Pacific Northwest. There's that, but also <laughs> I feel like the mixtape in itself is like a treasure map for her because she's yeah, trying yeah. to. And, and as we all know, anyone who's ever made a mixtape or a mixed CD or a mixed playlist or whatever, they're very personal. Like the reason you pick a song, there's usually a reason. Um, yeah. So to uncover the reasons why her parents 
chose the music was really important. And, and at one point, she gets her hands on um, her mom's journal to try to understand some of, like, which songs mean what, and she's able to literally go on some... Um, little adventures. Little adventures yeah. that were exactly things that her parents had done. So I thought it was really cute. I, you know, I mean, is it a movie I need to watch a lot? No, but... No. I appreciated it, and um, I, I thought it was really sweet. And I think, um, you know, anyone who has been part of a family, which is like basically everybody, you know, could have, some, you know, could relate to, you know, the challenges of dealing with like one generation and the next generation, and and everyone who's been through middle school can know, can understand how hard it is to feel like you can fit in and then trying to find your people yeah, and feel supported by those people and, and loved by those people. So yeah, it's good. Yeah. She gets, you, you see her kind of get bullied, you know, quite a few times uh, when she's in any time there's a school setting. Yeah. And then it's awful. And then, you know, anti at the record store kind of, he kind of, is sarcastic with her and, and seems like he's being kind of mean to her, but she actually really kind of stands up for herself oh, she against sure him, does. which is great. Um, she puts, she puts, you know, she puts on like the, there's one scene where she's very independent. Well, the, like the scene where, um, he's like, God, why don't you just ask your parents what these songs mean? And she just has like this, like, like the saddest look on her face. And he's like, yeah. what? What what did I say? Uh oh, she's about to cry. She's about to cry. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, you know, and uh, but she really kind of the relation. I think maybe it's because she has such a strong relationship with her grandma. Yeah, that she feels more comfortable talking to that to people who are older than sure. her than talking to people her own age. Yeah. So. But uh, no, I thought I. I mean, like I said, <laughs> it's not you know. The greatest movie in the world. It's, it's fun, it, but it's a fun movie, and and there's a lot of music in it, which yeah. is great. There's and most of it is you know from '99 or before, so you've got kind of a lot of flashback kind of music, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and if you're curious about the music that is in the movie or on the mixtape that she is her scavenger hunt mixtape, mm-hmm. her her road map, yeah. her her map. Uh, if you go on like Apple Music and just look up the soundtrack. Um, a majority of the songs are nice. on there, so you get a little bit of a uh, um, a dose of what you're going to hear. A lot of like early punk rock and um, '60s and '70s music, and which is you know it's 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 got a lot of range, is yeah. what I what I would say. And like one of the best love songs from the '80s. More than this. Yep. Yeah, that scene's actually pretty cool. When I they, love that scene. Yeah, there's this great scene where. Um, the song on the mixtape is just the song. Was it like the song that reminds us of that time on the hill or something like that? Yeah. yeah. And, so it was very vague. And but it ends they, up, she and then they, they go through the journal and find out it's more than this. Then they have like this really kind of great scene with the three girls, you know, walking, walking to the space that's on the hill. And I won't give too much away. Yeah. Um, and have like this little adventure on the hill, which it's is really sweet, which is nice. No, I'm glad you recommended it. It was it was fun to watch. I'm glad that I, I knew that you would yeah. that it would be up your alley because yeah. of the music connection. Um, it's light. I mean, yes, it's kind of heavy in parts, but it is overall pretty light yeah. movie. It's not like I like Claire Dunphy. 
<laughs> yeah, and, and and now American Carl Urban. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I gave Nancy homework. Yes. And then I did some homework as well. So we're going to talk about this for a little bit. This, yeah. This is the fun portion. Yes. Of the show. <laughs> um, so it's I the personal part. Of the show. So I asked Nancy to come up with a playlist as if my mom, our mom and dad had put songs together to, to like talk to Nancy, you know, through like a, you know, about them, you know? So, um, and then I did a playlist of songs that I would think that kind of tell a story of my wife and I, that we would give to our son. So Nancy, let's, um, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go first. Okay. Do you want me to just go through all of them and then we'll do yours? Or why don't, why don't you go through all of them? And I'm sure you have, like, reasons and stories yeah. to tell. Oh, yeah. Because um, this is a show about our past. Yeah, so our I think I thought that even though we were doing a newer movie, this would be kind yeah. of the way to kind of I like it. Bring, bring the story of us into it. So uh, go ahead, Nancy. Okay. So I'm going to start off with a very obvious song, and this will be our parents' wedding song, and this was called We've Only Just Begun by the Carpenters. Um, not really a whole lot that needs to be said about that other than it was their wedding song. It's a great song. Yeah. There's no real order to this, so, except for the last My, one. Mine's kind of, I wrote it, mine I wrote kind of random, but then, like, I'll say it in, in okay. like, an order. All right, so, so the next song is um, I think it's our dad's favorite Beach Boys song, or at least I'm assuming it's his favorite Beach Boys song. And it is, let me see if you can guess. Um, well, it's... I Slow song. It's either God Only Knows? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Our dad really likes the Beach Boys, so that was that reason I got that. This next An one amazing is, song. Yeah, oh, it's my favorite Beach Boys song. This next one is more for my mom. Um, and it's a little morbid why I would select it, and I'm not going to get into that, but she loves the song Ave Maria. And she, she specifically loves, like, Barbara Streisand's version of it. So She does. That, that is the next song. I would also add Blue Bayou by Linda Ronstant. My mom really loves Linda Ronstant. We listened to it. We think we had two or three of her albums at least when we were growing up. Th- that was definitely a regular rotation piece on their turntable. Yeah, and when I was thinking, like, which Linda Ronstadt song, that was the first one that came to mind. So I was just like, yep, that would be the one I'd put on the list. Okay, we're going to start to get into songs that exist, that happen after I was born. So things that, so this is maybe a little outside of Matt's rules, but I don't care. Because these are things, these are songs that would involve... It doesn't have to be, like... my past with my parents, or Matt and I are... It doesn't have to necessarily be, you know... Stuff that they would have put together, you know, before, before they born. died in a car crash. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so this one, I have a very vivid memory. This is like probably one of my earliest memories. My dad slow dancing with me to this Doobie Brothers song, "You Belong to Me." Oh yeah. I was probably like two or three, probably oh, two, yeah. and I remember him like holding me because you know he's super tall, and you know, obviously. It was little <laughs> you were two i was two but i really i like have a video. it's nice that you grew another foot oh my god shush um, so yeah that would be that's another one and then let's see this one is totally mocking me and that's fine 
Matt's probably laugh. He knows what I'm going to say. I have no idea what you're going to say. So this is a song that I did not sing correctly as a kid. So they always. This is so good. Now I know. (laughs) See, I told you. So it is Pat Benatar's "Hit Me with Your Best Shot." I love how you have to enunciate enunciate it as you're saying it. So that would absolutely be awesome. I knew he'd get a kick out of that one. What did you think the words were, Nancy? Well, when I was a kid, I didn't understand what that meant. And the mall down the street from us had a certain type of business that no longer exists. So I thought it was hit me with your pet shop. And I sung it off at the top of my lungs, and that's what I understood. So there you go. How does one get hit by a pet shop? I have no idea. <laughs> Is it, I just imagine, like, a cannon full of dogs being, <laughs> like, belted at you. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> I think just like, I don't know. But, yeah, so that that's, has to be on this list. Like, Tiny dogs. Yeah. So th- that song has to be on this list, absolutely. That's, that's, a, that's a great pick. I so, love that. So another one that involves some, not mocking me, but something I remember, and I don't know if Matt would remember this or not, but um, my mom really liked Stevie Nicks, and I remember like putting on little dance shows in the front room, and Stand Back is like the song I remember doing that to the most probably. Nice. So I'm putting that on there. The High Priestess. Yeah, I have a few more. Um, Crazy for You by Madonna. Now, this is a two-part reason. Like, I've loved Madonna ever since the Borderline video. So I was, like, five or six when I have loved Madonna. And I know this is probably my dad's favorite Madonna song by far. I, I, would, I would say yes, but, you know, he'd have it, to confirm yeah, that. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. So I'm going to put Crazy for You on there. And we got three more to go. Okay. Um, we were introduced to both Beatles music and Simon and Garfunkel music, probably when we were about like seven or eight. Like that's when I really remember listening to those albums more and more. In fact, we maybe even listen to them more once we got a CD player and like we got the CDs. So I, I think we, I don't remember having, I know that we had them on vinyl, but I don't remember mom and dad playing CD. them mostly. I mean, if it came in a Costco box yes. set, Yes. Then that's when we started hearing it. So I'm putting, which I'm going to, I don't know if it's my dad's favorite Beatles song. It's my favorite Beatles song, and it makes me think of them anyways. I'm putting In My Life on this list. That's that's good. I mean, dad always told me that the Beatles song that was mom, that was their song was Why Don't We Do It in the Road. Stop. That is what he said. Gross. Okay, back to Simon and Garfunkel. Thank you very much. So I could essentially put, like, the whole Bookends album on there, but I think I'm going to put a song that Matt and I, like, sing very joyously together, and that would be At, At the, the Zoo. Zoo. Yep, he knew it. And then bonus track is the last one. And this is only a bonus track because the song, for some reason, has become very popular with our dad, even though Matt and I listened to it many, many, many times 30 years ago when it first came out, and that would be Creep by Radiohead. But our dad has somehow found, like, multiple versions of this song, and he's just like, wow, this song is so great. Wow. And it's like, Dad, this song is, like, 30 years old. You never heard us playing it, but that's fine. So we've kind of yeah, teased think, him about this. Yeah, but, he... I and I'm he, glad I got you to laugh over it. He heard it in, like, a television show or a movie or something like that, really liked it, went on, like, YouTube yeah. or something and found, like, 30 different versions of it. And yeah. that's his song now. Yeah. So, it, okay, hey, I'm glad Matt the, got the a laugh. Energi- the generational, like, connection there. 
is is pretty great. Yeah. So. so do you, do you appreciate the list I put together? That was great. Okay, yeah, good. You know that was really good, and Thanks. I think mom and dad will appreciate. I that. think so too. I don't know if my son is going to really appreciate this list as much as I do. Um, I did kind of, without saying all the songs, I did tell my wife the bands at least that were on it, and so she could mm-hmm. have some sort of. Not, I wasn't necessarily looking for her approval, but I was just kind of letting her know. So the first song I'm going to put on here is Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Yes. I know for a fact that my son likes that song. Um, and the reason why I picked Nirvana is because when I first really started talking to Sherry, it was in the hallway in college, and I asked her what she was listening to, and she said she was listening to a Nirvana mixtape. There you go. There you go. Uh, the second song I'm going to put on here, um, there's a band that I grew up watching, um, seeing live in the Bay Area named AFI. And I was really into them, but Sherry didn't know them as much as I did. So the first year we were going out, they had put out an album that I took, her and I went to the concert, um, like the record release in the Bay Area for. Gilman? No, we, it was at uh, the Fillmore mm. in San Francisco. So I'm putting the song The Lost Souls on it because it was from that album. Mm. And that band has kind of been with us, like, our whole relationship. Mm. We've gone to – we've traveled to see them, uh, seen, met the band, you know, so. Is that the one with Davey? Yes. Yeah, yeah he's the singer. So um, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, we've met a lot of friends mm-hmm. by – um, having this connection with the band, so nice. um, definitely wanted to include them. So I included that song from the album that had come out when we nice. first saw them. I like it. Um, uh, but another band that her and I have seen many, many, many times is Nine Inch Nails. So I put the song The Perfect Drug mm. on there. Not Closer? Not Closer. <laughs> um, I like The Perfect Drug better. Mm. The next song I'm gonna put I put on here is kind of band is like a band that her and I have like this this love for and but it's an older band because because her and I our taste in music is very broad mm-hmm. and it goes into different generations and she she really loves this band and then I also love this band but she, her love of it was like. One of those things I was like, wow, she likes The Doors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I put Love Me Two Times. Oh. Because yeah. why not? Then I'm putting an artist on here that you're going to be like, what the hell, Matt? Not necessarily. What are you talking about? But the next song I put on here is Straight Up by Paula Abdul. I love that. That's hilarious. Okay. There, are, There's two reasons why I did this. That's really funny. The first being that I had a crush on Paula Abdul growing up, and I even had a poster of her in my room. (laughs) And at the same time, while I had that poster up in my room and Paula Abdul was famous, Sherry was making dance routines to straight up with her young friends. Perfect. And when I heard that story, I thought it was the greatest story ever. There you go. She has not done the full routine for me. Hopefully someday. Hopefully someday I'll get the it. full straight up routine. It might only be just for me. Oh, sorry. 
hilarious. I like it. The next song I'm going to put on here is Depeche Mode, Just Can't Get Enough. Sherry and I have a great Depeche Mode story. We went and saw them, gosh, I think it was on, I can't remember what tour it was, but it was in like the mid to, I think it was the mid to late 2000s. And we go to the concert, and Sherry had brought, like, her digital camera, and she was going to take pictures, you know, and stuff while we were there. And she sat it on her seat, and we drove all the way from the San Jose Arena back to her house in Fremont. And she had just gotten this camera for her birthday, I think. And she lost it. And it was, you know... 12.30 in the morning. She's very upset that she had lost it. And I said, screw it. Let's, I mean, and this is kind of in the same line as the adventures that the girls went on in the movie. I said, screw it. We got in the car. I think we were in our pajamas. We drove all the way back down to the arena. Didn't really know where to park, you know, what to do. So we drive, so we park, and we start walking just around the arena trying to find, like, where the security is so Mm -hmm. we can, like, go to a lost and found or anything. And we walk right by Depeche Mode's tour bus. Oh, my God. And Sherry looks inside, and standing right by the stairs of the bus is Dave Gahan. Wow. In his pajamas. (gasps) You're all in your pajamas. We're all in our pajamas. And, you know, she's still kind of, like, in shock. She doesn't really know what to do. She just wants to see if her camera's there. And, of course, this is before we had, like, cell phones with cameras. Yeah. That were yeah. anything, right? So it's not like she can just all of a sudden, like, stop and be like, oh, my God, it's worth it to not get my camera and take a picture with Dave Gahan or yeah. bug him or say anything or what do you do, right? This is a world-famous person, right? So we go over to security Tell them the whole story of how we had brought the camera and lost it. He doesn't have anything in the lost and found. Mm. We say, can we check the seat? We walk to the seat and sitting right on the seat is the camera. That's amazing. So we get it back. And did you take a picture of him in the bus? Walk (laughs) back by where the bus was and the bus is gone. Interesting epilogue to that story. We eventually lost that camera anyway. (gasps) I know. I know. But... We w- that was like such an amazing adventure to have wow. to go do that. And then their next album is a picture of him in his pajamas on the cover, right? No, no, okay. no, no, no. Wow, isn't that great? I've, that was a fun think, story. I've never heard that story before. Um, so the next song I'm gonna put on here, like I said, we have eclectic tastes, mm-hmm. and one of my favorite like Motown R and B songs is "Let's Get Together" by Al Green. Mm-hmm. So I put that on here. Nice. Then next, because Sherry and I also have a love of like 70s and 80s rock music. I'm waiting for some like Led Zeppelin or something. I cannot do a list without having Van Halen on here. Okay. Yep. Okay. And when we got married, when, you know, after they introduced like our whole wedding party, Sherry and I walked out. And got introduced as Mr. and Mrs. to Panama by Van Halen. (laughs) And then immediately did our first dance, 
which was in excess, never tear us apart. Yep. So I have that on here. And then finally, the last song that I put on here is after, around the time we got married, I started having, like, discovering a band that I should have discovered when I was a kid, but I didn't. Mm. And it's Iron Maiden. Oh, okay. And, and because we live together, she has also had to, like, learn and experience, be experience my love of Iron Maiden. <laughs> and her favorite song is The Evil That Men Do. So I put that at the end of the Very of nice. The so, That's a very anyway. comprehensive list with a lot of good stories. It was a lot of fun to be able to kind of put this together. Yeah. And, and I hope that, uh, you know. I think your son will appreciate it. I think he will, too. And, you know, if it, he doesn't, it's just because he's maybe being a little moody. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to listen to all those old songs, right? Oh, boy. <sighs> Some people are like that. But, you but, know, I, having, you know, watching this movie and... Seeing the journey, and you know, you also you obviously like feel bad for this girl who doesn't really yeah. get to know her fa- her parents, right? Yeah. That's just disastrous, right? And um, the 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 power of music to like tell, kind of illustrate the story of who these people were. Was, yeah. So I got to ask you a question: When you suggested that we watch this movie, did you kind of have this homework assignment in mind? No, I came up with this homework today? assignment today. I came up with this homework assignment today before I even rewatched the movie. Wow. I was trying to just think of, I was thinking about the concept of a mixtape, what it means to different people. Like in the movie, Anti describes like how there's all these rules about mixtapes and how there's a specific order they need to go into. Mm -hmm. and, And originally, Beverly just wants to find all the songs and he's like no 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 this is you know mixtapes are important there's a message they have a specific order they have to be into you know rob from high fidelity will tell you this as well i was thinking you know you have there you know some people have rules to it there's like they mean every different things to different people there's different reasons to make someone a mixtape yeah and um I mean, we made mixtapes oh, yeah. growing many, up. I mean, many. I think the whole kind of, it's funny, it's like the concept of a mixtape probably goes away with how music is these days. I mean, I guess you could make like a playlist for someone yeah. and hope that there's that same, I mean, because there was something about like when you made a mixtape for somebody, you had the tape and then like you could make artwork with it mm-hmm. and it was typically done by hand. So there's oh, yeah. there's a lot more there's a it's very a lot more personal oh yeah whereas you know hey well, it's like you've got their handwriting a, here's a, captured here's a bunch of it's like what are you supposed to do here's the flash drive with a bunch of mp3s on it. <laughs> you know it's it's a not it's just not the same so kind of the nostalgic factor of that oh, yeah. is also pretty cool i i talked to my oldest friend today since been friends since 8th grade and mentioned that we were going to talk about this and she reminded me that i made her a mixtape she said that it included New Kids on the Block, maybe Chris Isaac, and I said it probably had to have Madonna on it. I'd be shocked if I didn't put at least some Madonna on there. But she remembered that. I don't remember making doing this, but I believe her. Well, it obviously meant something to her. Yeah. Because she remembered you doing it. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's kind of where, again, music, movies, 
art in general yeah. can have these kind of powerful emotional kind of mm-hmm. ties that people, you know, create. Well, well, we, you know, you and I have talked about in several of our episodes how important music is to both of us and how several of the movies we've talked about, music is like the central storyline with like Almost Famous and High Fidelity, two off the top of my head. Um, but also there's just like kind of this idea that we all have a soundtrack of our lives kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and speaking of that, there's actually one additional bonus track I need to put on the, mo- the mom and dad playlist. And that would be Birthday by the Beatles. Oh, yeah. Because that song is played at least four or five times a year for all of our birthdays. Yes, yes. So making sure to add that to the playlist. Yeah, definitely the tradition of playing Birthday. Mm-hmm. Even if we're not together on the actual birthday like a phone call will happen and it'll be played over the phone well and dad calls like family you know just like hello and then just blaring the music into their ear over the phone Mm -hmm. so fun times yep well so i'm glad you liked it yeah it's fun you know it was it's definitely uh you know, something, if if you're looking for a movie just to kind of put on, maybe in the background, maybe you're in the mood for something that's kind of fun and light, you know, just put this movie on. If you got Netflix, it's a Netflix yeah. movie. And then um, maybe think about the, the kind of exercise that Matt and I both did, where you think about either your parents or if you are a parent, like putting a, you know, what would your playlist to either from your, your parents to you or their life. I think that really added a whole extra layer of interest for me enjoying this movie. And you did that after watching the movie, right? Yeah, I watched the movie last night, and then you asked me to do this today. So, And it really didn't take me more than about 20 minutes to think of all the songs. I didn't overanalyze No, it. I didn't overanalyze mine either. I just, I quickly was like, I know this band, I know yep. this, da 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 Yep. And I, I guess that just means like, does that mean that how we know like those relationships very well? I don't know. Well, how, I mean, some people would like probably tear their hair out trying to put together a playlist like that. Well, we but. love music. That I think that's step number one. If you love music, this exercise shouldn't be as challenging. No, but it, it could also be overly challenging, like very challenging for someone who loves music because there's so much music that they love. Again, don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. Should be like. The philosophy of like Most these the, these t- these trying times Dude. is sometimes just don't overthink it. Agreed. You know, it's all do, for fun. Or just yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, I glad you liked it. I really appreciate that uh, everyone out there that has listened to us. And um, you we know, promise not to get kidnapped by aliens ever again. I I mean. I'm I'm wearing a foil hat right now. <laughs> <laughs> there are a couple of X Files jokes in this movie. There are at least one or two. Well, and I mean, just like the whole like look of it, because of the like those first those early X Files seasons were all done in Vancouver, yeah. British Columbia. So it has that whole like dark rainy vibe. Yep. So yeah, yeah, good times. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening. Um, Definitely tell your friends about us because I don't know anyone who listens to podcasts anymore. Yeah. So please. And thank you for listening. So thank you for listening. My name is Matthew. My name is Nancy. This has been Fighting Over the VCR. Do, 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 do.